Blog Talk Radio. for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and I'm glad to be back. We have a packed show today. Um, I wanted to address this big, crazy energy that we're dealing with and to talk to you about what it is to be energetically exhausted. So if you've been feeling Physically exhausted is one thing, but it's another thing to feel energetically exhausted. And when you do, it's actually often, and in most cases for sensitives and empaths, a big sign that you are leaping forward. So wanted to talk to you about that today because tomorrow we have, and for those of you, actually by the time you hear this podcast, it'll be today, um, we have a lot of planetary things going on. We have a Mercury in retrograde that's going to last uh, until May 14th. We have the full moon. We have a lunar eclipse. <laughs> and we have meteor showers. And actually, when we have the full moon, then that means we're going into a waning moon, which is less and less moonlight each day, which can also be a bit of a drag. And when you, come, you know, combine it with uh, an eclipse season situation, and a retrograding situation, and meteor showers, there's a lot of churn in the energy. So how does that affect us all? You know, like I've seen, and I wanted to come on the show today and do this because I have seen so much crazy kind of like fear-mongering around all of this. Um, of course, the, the big, you know, astrologers and what have they, they have lots more to do right now because there's so much going on. Um, but can you... You know, if we're working in a world of energy and we're working in frequency and possibility, which that's what we do with 5D frequency, can some of this be overridden? And the answer is actually yes. When you're working in the quantum field, when you're working with the infinite possibilities, you can choose yourself in and out of parallel. So whatever you focus on, you're choosing. Everything already exists. Nothing has to be created. So you're choosing aspects, choosing how you want to experience various things. Now, when we're not a sensitive, not an empath, when you're kind of like, they call them muggle people, <laughs> when you're a person who doesn't, who's not particularly sensitive, and you're not managing your world to ascend, to elevate, to grow from a frequency-based perspective, we have a tendency to like to be in comfort zones. We have a tendency to want to be in rut. It's comfortable. We want to be in routine. We want to be, uh, you know, focused on very tactical things, very linear things. So the, the infrastructure, there's two different types of infrastructure, the 3D infrastructure and the 5D infrastructure. 
our energetic infrastructure is 5D and the, the physical infrastructure is 3D. So 3D infrastructure is based on linearity, time, space, uh, it has all the negative emotions, blame, shame, guilt, fear, um, anger, etc. And, you know, the, the physical laws, the laws of gravity, et cetera, et cetera. From a 5D perspective, we have the opposite. <laughs> so we have the opposite infrastructure when we're working with frequency. We have no time, no linearity. Everything is present. And there's also no negative emotions. You know, you're not going to find blame, shame, guilt, and fear on the 5D side of things. And you have infinite possibility. And with infinite possibility, then you have infinite choice. So how do you experience all this if you don't have any idea? It's going to be very different than if you do have an idea. So in our 5D Academy, we talk a lot. I teach a lot about energetic infrastructure and when it applies and how to switch your focus to that and how to maximize that. And so you can stabilize yourself when these wonky things are happening. Now, uh, why are these things happening? Why? Why? Why, <laughs> why all this stuff? Right? And, and, and be careful, too, when you're listening to a generalized prediction or forecast, especially astrology, if, you're, if you really want to know your astrology, you need to go to somebody very reputable with your birth date, with your time of birth, give them all the information they need so they can do a specific chart for you. But if you get yourself really listening to all these predictions, and this is what I was seeing happening with some, some clients, uh, um, they're getting, they, get them, they spook themselves. And if you happen to do meditation, and if you happen to do you know, all of your visualizations and manifesting and all that, and you're constantly and, and energetic hygiene, you're doing a lot of clearing and cleansing, and you're doing, let's say, ho'oponopono and tapping and all the clearing stuff, smudging and what have you, you sensitize your field. And if you're normally during normal times, you know, basic normal times, not particularly, you know, running your life by every astrological prediction, um, and you're going based on how you feel and, you know, following your frequency and, and all of that kind of thing, you're extra sensitive. You're not only probably naturally sensitive to be drawn to do all that stuff in the first place, but then you're extra sensitive. So if all of a sudden, you kind of give your power away to these predictions and, oh, my gosh, and this is charming and that's clearing and, oh, we don't have a chance. I heard one of the astrologers say, there's no way around this. You are going to be screwed, you know, and I was like, whoa, you know, just stop. And it was spooking some of my clients, and I said, oh, whoa, whoa, wait, no, 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 we're not doing this. We're just not backsliding. You're not backsliding like this. And that's when it hit me, you know, the way that sensitives and empaths handle these these scenarios um, versus the way, say, a muggle person handles these scenarios are two very different things. These planetary things, these astrological things, these, you know, astrology, numerology, all of the different, like, major modalities, prior to this time in history we're at right now, where we kind of have the cell phone personalized versions of our frequency at our fingertips, Think, if you think back to the evolution of the phone, you had like the, the wall phone, like the wood thing where you had to do the crank and then you had the, the dot, you know, the, um, what do you call it, the rotary thing, and then you had the touch tone, you know, the touch dials, and then it graduated up to 
cordless and wireless phones, and then it graduated to the cell phone, but you had still have buttons and flipping, and then it graduated to the swipe, you know, the swipe technology, and now we have these iPhones that, you know, basically their whole life is on these things, with, you know, email and social media and all that kind of stuff, right? So your energetic evolution goes alongside of technolo technological evolution and physical evolution and as our bodies are shifting and changing and advancing, our frequency shifts and changes and advances too. So, but prior to all of this advanced frequency access that we have now, there had to be a way to get people to like stop white knuckling trying to control physical reality and recognize that there's something else out there to be willing to face themselves, to be willing to let go of things that are no longer serving them, to be able to pivot, to force, force change, force pushing and evolution. So you have trining things and retrograding things. It causes self-reflection. It causes things that are no longer serve a person, you know, even if they're like totally attached to drop away. Um, that's, you know, lunar eclipses, you know, cutting away. It opens vortex, vortices for things to come, for energetic frequencies to come in. Um, you know, there's so many different things that these planetary systems were covering because we didn't have the energetic fluency, and they have the frequency fluency. We didn't have the frequency dexterity. Okay, and my clients always hear me talk about this. They didn't have the, the resilience, and they didn't have the full recognition of how much you choose how things are affecting you, right? That's creating your own reality thing. So this is, so that kind of, those kind of systems kind of need to be in place so that we could progress even if people had no idea how. Well, now we have a much higher educated, we're getting a lot more, you know, frequency, or I said, I'll say spiritual education, not so much, I do frequency education, which I think is very different than spirituality because mine is not dogmatic, it's about learning your frequency, learning how your, your own personal frequency works in conjunction with your physicality and in, integrating the two, essentially getting you as fluent in your 5D abilities and your energetic abilities as you are in your physical and intellectual abilities, and then integrating the two. So it's not bastardizing your analytical abilities and calling it your negative ego and making it like a psychological, you know, boondoggle, and it's not going so airy-fairy that you have nothing to do with you're just off in the astral and you're living off in the astral and you have nothing to do with walking the physical earth. It has to do with you being able to recognize the whole 5D toolkit that you were born with and then understanding each of those categories and then getting fluent in each of them, as fluent as you are in your ability to speak and walk and talk and analyze and intellectualize and research and, and you know, and control and all those things that you do on a physical and personality level there's a whole frequency-based thing that's of equivalent um, robustness, if you will, making up a word. Um, and so we want those two things to be sort of on par with each other. And then 5D is always meant, was always meant to be 80% of how we live our life. And then 3D was meant to be, meaning the physical side was meant to be 20%. 3D is really meant to help us to walk the planet to have physical experience, to organize, to live, to have memory, right? So to keep a, a memory bank of what's happened and, and all that kind of thing. But 5D is about staying connected to the rest of you that's not in the body, that's 
that's connected to the infinite, that has all of the possibilities, that has, you know, where you want to ascend and expand and ascend and expand and have experiences. And so the two things are interdependent on each other. Your physical self needs the navigation system of the energetic. Your energetic self needs the physical body to have physical experience. But wouldn't it be nice to know both sides of those things at equal amount? But when we don't, okay, when we don't, we have all this planetary stuff that needs to happen. So there's jacked people up into saying, oh, my God, there must be more. I don't understand. All these things that I do physically that work all the time aren't working all of a sudden. You know, so-and-so dropped out of my life or, oh, that thing fell apart or, oh, you know, <laughs> I think I need to make a pivot in my life and, I, you know, I can't take it anymore. That kind of, you know, to get that sort of jacked up energy to get people off of their routine, kind of numbed out routine, that's what a lot of this is for. So when you are sensitive, when you're an empath, when you're intuitively aware, and then when you take that to the next level and you get fluent in your frequency-based abilities, your 5D abilities, then when you get into these energetic aspects that are really heavy and meant to sort of move the Titanic, you get exhausted <laughs> because you're already sensitized. You don't need some big moon to be going in a long direction or whatever to get you to take action. You're doing it, Right? So then you expose, so there's, there's a few reasons why you get exhausted. One is because you're already sensitive, right? Two is because now all the people that are normally kind of energetically asleep and going through their physical worlds and being very, like, physically, <laughs> making up words tonight, it's so funny. Um, they're, in a, they're freaked out. <laughs> so now you're feeling the group consciousness. I spent hours. Um, in class this week teaching my coach when I was teaching the academy class for hours talking about this. And they're like, oh, my God, everybody's crazy. Everybody's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a hard time for people who don't pay attention to any of this until a holy hell breaks loose. You know, but if you do and you are sensitive, then this too will, you know, it will poke you a bit. But it doesn't have to be this apocalyptic thing that a lot of these predictions make it sound like. Okay? You know, no one can tell you exactly how you have to experience planetary events. You get to choose. You still get to choose. And one of the things that happens right before you're going to make a leap forward is if you think like a slingshot, a slingshot getting pulled back, you kind of go into a state of the old frequency is starting to let go. The new frequency hasn't fully loaded in yet, and you're kind of in between the two. You're getting less of the frequency you're used to and being able to sense the old frequency is starting to drop. You have this new frequency coming in that you're not quite familiar with enough yet to sense it and to interpret it. And so you get tired, right? Because you're like kind of in between outlets. You get, you might feel fatigue, you might have calamities happen. You know, I, the other day I dropped, the dropping stuff all over the house. You know, um, you might have anxiety, you might feel clumsy, you might have, you know, extra frustration, you might be feeling down, you might just feel like you're going through kind of like quicksand, like you're just Oh, like your feet feel heavy, your body feels heavy, 
your mind feels heavy. You just want to take a nap, and you did. I had a, one of my most advanced clients say to me today, you know, Mari, I, the last week, uh, she says, I'm so glad I'm, I'm good at cat napping. So I took a, a nap before I made dinner, and then I took another nap before I had to work on my book. And, you know, and so, but that's how she's, she's sort of self-caring, like a like 5D self-care. So I said, you know what happens when you take a nap? When you're 5D fluent, when you're really in, in, in that, you know, consciously working with your 5D frequency, when you take a nap, yes, you're resting the physical apparatus, but you're also moving yourself into deeper states of consciousness at the, in the sleep state. So it gives you much more direct access to recharge from a frequency-based perspective when you take the nap. So if you are going through this kind of window of kooky energy, which will start to lighten a little bit um, after tomorrow, after the fifth, right? Because then they eclipse things on. Uh, I know we have like, you know, they say all these shadows and extra things and whatever. If you want to entertain that, that's fine. I personally don't. But if you do, that's fine. If things still feel a little wonky, uh, there's stuff still swirling around. But there's always stuff swirling around. There's always a void of course moon and a this and a that. And if you get yourself all freaked out and caught up in it, you won't get anything done. So at some point, you have to give yourself permission that, okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to progress anyway, right? And so what you want to do is, if, is, is take naps. Let your mental mind rest, just like you would have a kid who's kind of cranky and feeling under the weather, and you say, okay, see, let's take an extra nap today. And they just want to sleep, right? And so as you're going through a, a, a quantum leap or a bigger, you know, you're moving up altitudes for yourself. As you're moving into higher stages of consciousness, higher versions of yourself, more elevated, you know, versions of yourself, more expanded versions of yourself, what you do is you go through turbulence because you're dropping out of one frequency and you're moving up into another. It's like a plane. You know, when you take off, the engines that are, are, are sitting, that are going at the gate when you're boarding the plane are very, sound very different than when you're throttling down the runway to actually take off. And then when you're ascending in the air, those are different engines. That feel, sound, right? Then it levels off, let's say, 10,000 feet, and then he, then he throttles again, and you feel and he goes up to 30,000 feet. And then he says, okay, we've made our cruising altitude. I'm going to let you turn off the seatbelt sign, and we're going to, you know, cruise here for a while. So enjoy being around the cabin. If anything changes, I'll let you know. We'll put the seatbelt sign back on, right? Well, it's the same thing with your frequency. So as you're raising altitude, you hit turbulence. And see, a lot of times I think when people teach spirituality, I've been teaching this kind of thing for 30-something years now. I hate to say it. <laughs> I guess I always say I'm 30 years old, but I'm not. Um, you know, people, a lot of times they try to just think about positive thinking. And everything's positive, and the whole point is to try to control everything and make everything perfect and positive, and and you know, and and you, and you're kind of a, trying to get to this static state of if things are always joyful, always easy, always effortless, and that's just not how things work, right? Because that turbulence, in order to move to a higher altitude, you have to leave the familiarity and the energy systems of one to go into the, the new energy system 
and that requires feeling different, and that feeling different we often label as exhaustion and fearful and expansion and, oh, my God, and I'm letting go of things, and, you know, things drop away so that new things can come in. So when you're going through, you know, I guess I'm kind of addressing two things on this show. One is, like I said, the planetary things. Don't get yourself all freaked out. You don't have to, like, march to the beach of it, beat of every astrologer's predictions about, you know, these general predictions. At the same time, if there's something that resonates with you, that sort of dings for you, then pay attention to that. It's a, and the rest you can soften. You can also say to your higher self, can you soften this for me? You're not in this alone. <laughs> You've got a whole navigation system, all higher self, all kinds of multidimensional selves, you know, all that stuff. You have all this help and support. So you can just say, can you please help me to stabilize? You know, and you can also ask for how to energetically prioritize where you should put your focus. During these times, when you have like six things going on like we do like in the next, you know, few days, that's not the time to decide you're going to like throw yourself into some really hard, like, you know, presto change of thing. Like, that's not the time to do that. It's the time to sort of take it, take it down a bit and just say, okay, I'm going to sit this out. Um, one of the analogies I was giving a client today, because today I did all private sessions, um, was I, I live now in San Diego, which is my capital. We don't have hurricanes here. But on the East Coast, when I was in Jersey, um, of course, we had lots of hurricanes and nor'easters and blizzards and, and what have you. And, you know, most of the, you know, hurricanes originate down in the, you know, near Africa and whatever. And then, of course, they start to spin into something. And then they go into a tropical storm, and then it comes a hurricane. And you're watching this radar and the European model and the American models, and you're comparing all these models to each other. And they're starting to, you know, on the news, okay, this is coming, and this is coming, and now it's spinning harder, and now it's hitting the Bahamas, and now it's going to hit Miami, and oh, here comes the Jersey. You know, you're getting this kind of play-by-play-by-play. By play by play. Now, if you live there, you kind of have a sixth sense about what storms you should take seriously and what storms you think is not going to be a big deal. You can feel whether you should be running out to Walmart to grab the glass bottles of water or if you can, ah, you know, I don't, it, it'll be fine. It's not going to be that big of a deal, right? Well, when we're talking about frequency and we're talking about these retrogrades and these planetary things, it's kind of like they build up this thing like a hurricane is coming. For certain people, it's going, you're in the eye of it. You're, you have to back down the hatches. For other people, you're on the outskirts of it, and you kind of don't, right, because you're already battening down the hatches. If you're 5D fluent and you're energetically sensitive and you're always doing your energetic hygiene, you're always clearing and cleansing and centering and, you know, all the things, right? You're doing that on a fairly regular basis. It's not the things that are like this aren't going to hit you as hard as people who have no idea, right? So you have to keep your power. Don't give your power away to these types of things. Yes, there are certain things where, you know, even I say, okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm sitting this out. Like tomorrow, I, will, I did not make any major plans for tomorrow. I'm going to just hang out. Just be quiet. You know, do do quiet, more quiet work. Um, and even my, you know, my second book, I'm working on that. 
it'll be out in uh, the fall. And uh, so I'm working hard to get that done and the new podcast and all the new things that I'm doing. So it's a, it's a day of quiet work. I'm not out there trying to go and, you know, do these big overarching things, launching things or anything like that. Hurricane, quote, unquote, energetic hurricane day. Right? But I'm also not panic-stricken over it, whatever. I'm aware, and that's what you want to be. You want to educate yourself, be aware, and then say, okay. But I also have the power to take care of myself, to make my choices of how I'm going to, this is going to express for me and how I'm going to, you know, express with it. Okay? So we're not going for some sort of perfection or control. And these types of things, it's, it's the best thing you can do is surrender. And the surrender meaning... You know, let go, let God, take a deep breath, you know, just slowly roll for the day or two or whatever and not pressure yourself that it has, everything has to be perfect and tied up in a neat little bow. This is not the time where you're trying to manifest the biggest thing. This is a great time for cleaning out. This is a great time for clearing out the closet. It's a great time for resting, for cocooning, for taking your hot salt back, for reflecting, for journaling, for channeling, for meditating for doing your, you know, your manifesting projects and, you know, you're, you're visualizing all the imaginational stuff. All of that's a great time for that. If you have a business, doing your strategy, sitting, you know, tomorrow's going to work on some strategy with my producers and, you know, just, just plan. It's not the time to sign the contract, make big, huge decisions. It's even not the time to sit and try to have a conversation with your spouse or your loved one or your, you know, or somebody that really matters. It's not the time to bring up all the things that you're, you've been aggravated about. And it's not the time to make major, huge decisions because things are just foggy. So you just think about, like, you know, fog during a storm. If you have low visibility, guess what you do? You just stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just, you just stop. You know, if you've got a category, whatever, five, hurricane or whatever, you're not, you're not trying to go to the store. You, you, you know, you just stay put <laughs> and, you know, hope your power stays on and, you know, you just stay put. You just make it work for the time being and this too will pass, right? This too will pass. And these planetary things, they come and then they go. But as sensitive and empath, if you're trying to kind of white knuckle your frequency stuff, your, you know, your energetic stuff, you can get yourself into trouble because right now everything is kind of is a bit skewed. Okay? So, um, I want to see, let me think of what else. Oh, so, three actions, as I promised this in the notes, three actions that you can take. Okay? So, step one, evaluate. So, yeah, listen to one astrologer, not ten. Listen to two, you know. Listen to your favorite, whatever. Check out kind of the general idea of what people, what the, you know, the pros are saying, the modality people are saying. And then evaluate also, self-evaluate. Within, with asking on higher self. Like, okay, what, what, how does this apply to me? You know, if you're into angels or spirit guides or whatever it is you're into, for our 5D Academy, you work with our higher self, with our expanded self, then you want to just ask them to help you to just evaluate what, what do I need to know most right now? What really affects me the most right now? 
okay? And then you want to do the step two, which is clear yourself, energetic hygiene. Your frequency, and I say this all the time, your frequency needs as much care and attention as your physical body each day, okay? Oh, I took a clearing class back in 97. No, yeah, no, no, that's not, <laughs> you're not, you're definitely not covered, okay? You need, just like you need to brush your teeth and, you know, wash your hair and what have you on a, on a regular basis, you have to do the same thing with your frequency so that it can help you to properly navigate so that you have your windshield wipers working and, you know, your engines are working and your radar and sonar and navigation and all that stuff is working and supporting you up to the minute, right? So you want to give yourself, it's a great time to give yourself a nice tune-up. The, the energetic hygiene is divided into four parts, clearing, cleansing, centering, and then uh, protecting, shielding, protecting. Okay, clearing, cleansing, centering, shielding, protecting. You want to do, you know, things within those categories, whatever you feel led to. So that's step two. And then step three, slow down. Clear your calendar if you can. If you can't, then even as you're speaking to people, slow down and just listen. Say half the words you would normally say if you happen to be a verbose person. Okay? Slow. Slow it down. Less is more, especially when you're dealing with interpersonal things, especially if you're dealing with something that, you know, feels a little heated. Things are falsely heated in times like this. What I mean by that is people are flaring. They're more aggravated, and especially if they don't have any sort of, you know, energetic articulation of this. They don't know how to articulate from an energetic perspective, as I'm doing now and they're really working only on 3D, then they're really stressed out. And they're volatile and that's all part of these planetary things, Mercury and retrograde in particular. So you want to slow down. Things can get very skewed. Things that seem great can not be. Things that can, that, you know, are terrible, aren't that terrible. Okay? Grace is a great word. Give yourself grace. And grace is, is another word for allowance. Allow yourself just to be. Allow your friends, family, coworkers, employees, employers, let things be. It's okay to say, you know what? Okay. Or can we table this? Can we can we can we talk about this in a week? Or can we talk about this? You know, and, and break it down. You know in your own personal situation. So that self-forgiveness, that, that sense of grace is really helpful, right? And you will find that if you do that, then your higher self has much more space to come through and give you direction, right? If you're quiet, if you feel frustrated, you feel scared, something's not working out, you really need it to work out, and, oh, the planets are working against you, you know, your money, you know, the check didn't show up, and, and then now these people didn't show up, and oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and get into those little jams, take a beat, say, you know what? Let go, let God, whatever, whatever those little clips are that, that make you sort of just take a beat and just take a deep breath and just say, and you could even say, you know, guardian angels, whatever your, you know, God of your understanding, 
beings of your understanding, the things that you feel most aligned with, support me in this. Show me the way. And then deep breath. Drinking water helps. I've been drinking a lot of water. You want to stay very hydrated because water is an expansion. It, 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 it amplifies. It's an amplifier of energy. And it's an amplifier of, you know, of energetic information. So you can get clarity. If you can ask for any radical clarity right now. Okay, drink your glass of water. Okay? The other um, key question that you want to ask, so those are the three things, and the last thing I'll say is, how do you know if something is personal and you're having issues personally or planetarily? Right? Like, is it the planet or is it, oh, my gosh, <laughs> my life really is going to hell in a handbag, right? So I'll take the planetary side first. If it's planetary, you're going to hear everybody talking about it. You're going to notice kind of like this, you know, if you're on social media, people, you, you see the word eclipse, 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 you know. You're, you're seeing people kind of saying very similar things. And then people who casually, let's say, aren't of the cloth, quote, unquote, you know, the energetic kind of stuff, they start to say things and they say, oh, I heard, you know, my sister said, oh, I heard about that thing you talked about, that Mercury and Retro thing on the radio today. Oh, it's Mercury and Retro? Great. She so learned like three words, Mercury and Retrograde and Karma. <laughs> those are the two words, I should say. Sorry. It's two words, Mercury and Retrograde and Karma. Those are her two spiritual words, you know. Oh, and she, then she learned about law of attraction, man attracting. I've been teaching this stuff for like 25 years. She goes, have you heard about the book, The Secret? You should read it. I was like, okay, no problem. I'll do that. God help me. Um, I'd already taught thousands of people, done thousands of readings, always, you know, teaching manifesting for years. And she's have you read the book, The Secret? Can you that? Sounds like it would be right up your alley. Okay, that's fine. I hadn't seen the movie or whatever it was, you know. So anyway, know that, uh, if it's planetary, a lot of people will kind of be talking about it. If it's personal, you might feel a little bit lonely because nobody's talking about anything dramatic. It's just you. It's your own thing. Now, also, on the personal side, your higher self, if it's time to make a pivot, if it's time to make a change, if it's time to, you know, say, okay, it's time to rock and roll, it's time to get out of your comfort zone and move forward or whatever, you're going to get signs and symbols and synchronicities. Okay? And you'll see signs three times. If you see it three times, then it's a sign. If you see it once, but three times, then you know, okay, pick your head up and start to pay attention. Okay? That's the personal, um, you know, the personal issues are going to be just that. You're going to get specific signs to use, specific symbols, specific synchronicities. You may even get specific messengers. That's how your higher self gets information to you. You know, if you don't know how to download your contextual messages from your higher self, you haven't learned that, you're not, you know, you're not fluently channeling where you're channeling, doing your own personal channeling, talking to your voice recorder, writing, you know, in your notebook each day, contextual downloads from your higher self. If they can't get to you that way, which is obviously the optimal way, because they can really give you contextual advice, then they'll have to, the next best thing is kind of signs, symbols, and synchronicities. Now, 
how deep those signs come in, how clear they come in, is really more about how receptive you are to them. So if you see something and it feels like a sign, you go, oh, that's weird. You're repelling it. If you find that you find something that seems synchronistic, do not say, oh, my goodness, oh, gosh, that was a twinky thing. That's weird. You're, now you're, you know, damning it to hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, like kind of hurt. you're pushing it away. So you want your yes to be very strong. You want to be very receptive. He's like, instead, you say, oh, wow, that's interesting. Huh, that's curious. That's interesting. That felt like this could be a sign. Okay, higher self or angels or whatever you believe in. Show me more. Okay, when, I, I got it. I got the point. I, got the, I think I'm getting a message. Show me more. Can you give me further clarity on that? Just like you would say to a person if they said something interesting to you and you, and you felt like it, it resonated, like, hey, that resonates with me. Can you tell me more about that? That's how you want to speak to your higher self. Okay, we don't get, it's not about dogma and saying this prayer and that letter. Now, if you, you know, want to say, you know, formal prayers and things and that gives you peace, then the peace and the serenity trumps everything else. But, when it comes to frequency-based communication, you don't need dogma at all. What you need is willingness and to know how and what to do. So that's where I come in. <laughs> so um, right now, I am registering people for our level one courses in our 5D Academy. And if you have some interest in getting more information about that, I would love to hear from you. And you can send me an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com, and I will send you um, some more further information, a, a training about it, you know, master class of video, and um, an application, and, and what have you. And we can talk more about if it's a fit and what it all entails, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so support at ahamomentsinc.com. I have 12 spots. Actually, now I have nine spots. Um, so things are moving nicely, and I'm really looking forward to a whole new crop of light workers, light leaders. If you happen to have a project, like you want to channel a book, or you feel like you have a mission that you'd like, you know, work you'd like to get out to the world, I'd really like to hear from you. If you happen to be an entrepreneur, or a coach, or a, you know, mystic, or anything like that, that would be awesome to hear from you, because these skills can really throttle you forward in getting your work out to the world. It's really fascinating. I'm seeing it so much with my my clients. And um, it, it's, a, it's really powerful work. And everything is freshly channeled. And we can go into it with, with, you know, when we talk individually. But it's something that when you can bring your frequency fluency up to the level of your physical abilities, it, it is a game changer like that's not to be believed. Really and truly, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And I live it. I never ask you guys to do anything I haven't done myself. So this is really me making this extremely efficient. You know, it took you 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years to get to where you are now physically and intellectually. It's not going to take you that same amount of time to get equally fluent from a frequency-based perspective. One, frequency is faster. So... Um, 17 seconds of energetic focus is equivalent to three hours of physical work. So when you have these energetic abilities, you're putting yourself on a fast track to begin with. 
Secondly, because of energetic infrastructure, no time, no space, no linearity, you have what you get now with 5D is efficiency. Because 5D isn't going to take you to this, you know, around the hill and dale the way your mental mind was. Your mental mind takes you through all kinds of extra steps because it's always grappling with am I worthy or am I an imposter or am I this, am I that? You know, what the other people do and what does the research say? You know, you have all these statistics and, uh, and that's what your, your, your 3D self drags. It just drags you. And then when you finally get to the end line, you're like, oh, I don't know. And, uh, you know, and then all the, the negative emotions that go along with 3D, you know, fear and shame and blame and, you know, worry and all those things, those don't exist in 5D. So when you know how to incorporate your 5D abilities, so much of this other stuff you eliminate and you get yourself speed from a 3D perspective. It, it registers. It, it translates into efficiency and speed and a lot less wear and tear on your adrenals, a lot less wear and tear on your cortisol, your stress levels, because now it's like, oh, that's the navigation system I've been trying to go around without. Oh, now the submarine gets its periscope. Well, how about that? How much easier it is to drive the submarine around when you actually have a periscope and a radar and a sonar actually working, right? So that's what we do. That's what we, we focus on in the 5G Academy. So again, if you'd like to join us or consider it and talk to me about, you know, whether it's a good fit for you, just drop me an email, support at ahamomentsinc.com. And that's moments with an S, aha moments with an S and then I-N-C dot com. Um, and we'll talk about it, okay? All right, so I think I have covered everything that I wanted to cover today. Like I said, tomorrow and through the weekend, and if you're listening to this as a replay and you're going, if you're, you were drawn to this, um, you know, just pay attention to, you know, energetic, you know, planetary things, yes, but more importantly, pay attention to your own frequency, okay, and getting clarity. Learning how to ask for clarity is key, okay? And remember, if you're feeling energetically exhausted, it is time to take a step back, sit down, get quiet, and instead of Taking at yourself and saying, oh, man, what am I doing wrong? I've been trying so hard. I've been doing the yoga and the Pilates and the meditation and manifesting and the vision and all this, and I can't believe I'm this tired. No, see it as a big sign that you are leaping forward. So if this was helpful to you, if you enjoyed uh, this episode, I would love it if you could like, follow, share. Um, we will be launching the new podcast, like, format and all of that uh, in, a, in a few weeks. That's all on the way. We're working hard on it. It's really fun, really exciting. Um, technology has changed so much since I was on the air before. Wow. And social media, holy moly. Um, I do have a Facebook group called High Frequency Living with Mari. So I'll be sending out stuff about that. Um, if you're not on my email list and you want to be, just send us an email with support at ahamomisinc.com and we'll get you in there as well so you get the notices about the show and all the upcoming things. Um, and, uh, and that's it. So take it easy. Take it easy. Mercury retrograde ends shortly. Uh, we have, what, 10 more days? But probably by the time you're hearing this, nine more days or less if by the time you're hearing this. And um, things will start to really feel a lot better very, very shortly. Uh, these things never last forever. So you don't have to catastrophize. 
You don't have to get yourself really worked up. Do the best you can. Solutions come very quickly in these planetary things. Because really remember, all they're trying to do is get you to pay attention and ask the right question. So you pay attention. You say, okay, everything seems to be falling out of cabinets and I'm stubbing my toe and, you know, like things are getting lost and I can't find a remote and, you know, all those nitpicky things. And you're like, gosh, is this bad luck? Nope, it's just crazy planets. Just turbulence, like put the seatbelt on, fasten the seatbelt signs on, people just, just hang out till we get to the next cruising altitude. That's really all of it. You know, get some water, read a book, calm down, wait it out, make some nice plans for yourself, give yourself something to look forward to. That's the best frequency raiser there is. Give yourself something to look forward to, and it'll pass. All right? Okay, so I will be doing another show shortly in the next week, and uh, I thank you for listening. And let's see if I can remember my motto. I know I said that the last time. Uh, okay, yes. <laughs> you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great rest of your night. Bye.